0: Boom. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Ahuka, and welcome to another exciting episode of Backer Public Radio. This is part two of my series on LibreOffice. So if you did not hear part one, you might want to go back and uh, give a listen to that. But uh, what I want to do this time is I want to talk about templates for LibreOffice writer. Now, from last time, I said that templates were one of the key concepts in using a any word processing program intelligently. And I made the claim that all word processors work pretty much the same. So the things that I talk about are going to be broadly applicable, uh, but uh, I I'm going to focus this on LibreOffice because I, I'm a supporter of free software, you know. Uh, I think LibreOffice is really one of the nicest uh, things out there and is, in fact, a lot more capable than most people realize. You know, I think people have this idea somehow that Microsoft Office is the gold standard and everything else is, you know, okay but not up to snuff. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I would argue that LibreOffice writer is superior to Microsoft Word in many respects. Uh, but for our purposes, I think this would be uh, uh, fairly straightforward. Now, what we're looking at here is that every time you create a document, what you are really doing is making a copy of a template. That is always your starting point in any word processing program. Now, there could be uh, a any variety of pre-made templates, and this is one of those areas where I will say, Microsoft Office does a much better job than LibreOffice, and that is in giving you a lot of pre-made templates for all sorts of things. Uh, now, I'm not going to go into all the details of how to do, you know, access those, other than I'll just mention, if you are in Microsoft Word, go to the File menu and select New. Uh, you'll get a lot more options than if you just press Control N. Uh, so if if you're a Microsoft Word user, you know that's your that's your clue, <laughs> your hint to get started. Uh, but. What happens if you just start a new document without consciously selecting a template? When you do that, what you're really doing is you're saying, I want to use the default template. All of these programs have default templates, that, and as the name implies, if you haven't consciously selected any other template, this is the one we're going to use. Now, with Microsoft Word, that is a file that lives on your hard drive. Um, In earlier versions of Microsoft Word, it was a file with an extension D-O-T. Uh, All D-O-T files were templates. Uh, But with uh, Office, I believe it was 2007 that they changed to having a default format using OpenOffice XML. So all of the Office files became XML files. At that point, and they changed the uh, the suffix to .dotx. The X standing for XML. Uh, and the default template for Microsoft Word then would is called Normal, N O R M A L. Normal .dot .dot or more recently normal.dotx. And if you opened that file, you could make changes to it. Uh, I mentioned last time that that was one of the things that I learned to do fairly early on uh, to change the template to suit my particular needs and workload. So I started looking at um, OpenOffice and now LibreOffice. And as I said before, I I always start from the standpoint that I know what I want to do and these programs will have some way of doing it. I just have to figure it out. So I started looking around. Where is the normal template? for, uh, for OpenOffice, where's the default template. And what I found is that with uh, OpenOffice and LibreOffice, things are a little bit different from the way they are with Microsoft Word. Not a big deal, you just need to understand. Uh, is There is still a template, but it's not exposed to you uh, in, in a way that you can um, edit it. They take a slightly different approach, all right? There is a built-in template at the heart of the program and somewhere in the code you could probably find it, but that's not the way you do things with LibreOffice. Instead, with LibreOffice, what you do is you create your default template. Uh, And so that's just a slightly different thing. So how would you do that? Well, it's not terribly hard. Um, What you do is you first, you open up a document, blank document of some kind, and then you start making changes to it that reflect what you want your alt template to be. Uh, So, uh, I mentioned last time, I have certain workflow that for me works out very nicely so that uh, every time I start a new document, I start with Heading 1. Heading 1 is the title of the document. Uh, And one of the things that Results from this is that all of my documents tend to look a lot alike. It doesn't bother me in the least. It, it's what's called a style, all right. Uh, and you know, if you if you worked in the uh, magazine industry or or publishing or whatever, you know that publications have style sheets that say this is how we do things here. So. The fact that my template is set up to do certain things is really an expression of a style that works for me. And I mention that because if if you have a different kind of workflow or a different kind of style that suits you, that's fine. You know, uh, do what suits you. Don't slavishly follow what I'm doing. What I'm trying to do really is just teach you the technique. So, to do my kind of document, I would open a document, and the very first thing I would do is I would go to the upper left corner and i would take a look at the drop down for selecting styles and i would select heading number 1 and you know what that would mean is that from then on every, when i save this as a template every document i open every document i start working on i will automatically start with heading number 1 uh i could make other changes i could adjust margins to uh if i didn't like the default um you know, I could put in uh, default uh, footers. Okay, uh, One of the things that uh, I like to do, and I do this at my office, for instance, is that all of the documents that I create at my office reside on a network uh, drive somewhere. And so trying to figure out where is this document. I put a footer on all of my documents that has path of the document. So if you had a printed copy and you wanted to know where is this on the network, you just look at the bottom of the page and it's going to tell you right there. You know, this is on such and such a network drive, such and such a directory, here's the name of the file. You can go look it up. And I just do that once in the template, and then every document I create is going to have that. So you see what I'm talking about here? The power of templates. It's a great way to make your life easier. So you've, uh, you've opened up this document. You've made whatever changes. Now, in subsequent uh, discussions, you know, I'll get into some of the changes you might want to make. But uh, th- this is the prerequisite to all of the other things that I want to talk about. So I need to, to get this out of the way first. So how do you turn this into a template? Uh, well, if you go to the File menu in LibreOffice and you take a look at what pops up in the File menu, you're going to see a, a, a section there called Temps. All right, you can select Templates and then that's going to pop up a little thing and you can say, okay, I want to save my template. And when you save it, you need to give it a name. Now, I'm assuming I'm creating a default template. So I give it with my name underscore default, so I know it's my default template, the name I give it. And uh, then there is a a category selector. I put it in my templates because I created it, and click OK. Now, we're not quite done yet. What we've done is we've created template. We've saved it on our hard drive, uh, and that's a good thing. Where is it on the hard drive? Well, you know, that may depend, okay? One of the things that uh, I love about LibreOffice is it's cross-platform. I can use LibreOffice on a Windows computer, and I have, uh, on a Linux computer, what I do most of the time, uh, and it's available for Mac OS and and just about anything else. So, uh, you know, where, where that actually is gonna reside on your hard drive, you'd have to take a look and see. Um, I'll just, uh, I'll say that on the Linux computer that I created this on, it says slash home slash Kevin slash dot config slash LibreOffice slash 3 slash user slash template. All right? And if anything, the path is even weirder in uh, Windows. (laughs) I know, hard to believe, isn't it? Uh, So, you know, don't worry about where it's located on your hard drive, except for one thing, um, you can transfer your template from one computer to another, and I'll come back. So, now that we've created and saved the template, we still need to tell LibreOffice, this is the default template I want you to use. So, again, we go to File, Templates, and then select Organize, and that's going to pop up a very similar window to what we saw before. Double-click on the My Templates folder, and you should see your template show up. If for some reason you don't, then something went wrong in one of the previous steps. Maybe you neglected one of the steps or something, so you need to go back and and review that. But uh, assuming you do see it, then you know that part went right. So with the Organize window open, you select your template and you go to the Commands drop-down and select Set as Default Template. Close the window You should have a new default template. And you can test this very simply by uh, doing a Control N. And whatever new document comes up should have your changes in it. So in my case, if I did a Control N, I would get a document that has Heading 1 already selected as the first element on the page. Now, there's a lot more you can do with a default template. And and we're going to get into quite a few of those things. Anytime you want to go back and, and add something or change something, whatever, you go to File, Templates, select Edit, and then select your template. It'll open up. You can make another change. Uh, for instance, maybe I want to change the, fault, uh, the, the, the font uh, for uh, Heading 1. All right, uh, I like the Liberation fonts. So I'm going to say, I want Heading 1 to be Liberation Sands. So I just open up my uh, my template in edit mode, um, and I go to the Heading 1 and uh, select uh, Liberation Sands, and you know then save it. And now, the next time I open up this document, it'll be Heading 1 with the Liberation Sands, and so on. Um, and again, you can test this by just opening a new document, uh, pressing Control-N, and, and see how that one works. Now, I mentioned that one of the things that is really great about uh, LibreOffice is that it's cross-platform. And you can create a default template in Linux, copy that f- default template onto a Windows machine that has LibreOffice, and it work just fine. No problem at all. Now, what you would have to do is you would have to figure out where to put it on your system. Uh, and so I'm, I'm going to assume most people listening to this uh, podcast on Hacker Republic Radio are smart enough to figure what directory a file is going in. Uh, so, you know, I'm just going to say I have a Windows 7 machine, and I know that with Windows, uh, if it was XP, it was slightly different from Windows 7 and, and things like that. So I first went to my Linux machine, and as I said, that was slash home slash Kevin slash dot config slash LibreOffice slash three slash user slash template, right? And I found a file that was, you know, my name underscore default. Um, I took that. I put it in Dropbox. I have Dropbox on all of my uh, computers. So then I go to my Windows 7 machine, and the place to put it on my Windows 7 machine was c colon backslash users backslash heaven backslash app data backslash roaming backslash LibreOffice backslash three backslash user backslash template backslash. I, I told you the Windows one was even weirder than the Linux one, so I was right. Now, if I just copy that over, it's in the right place. Now what all I need to do is to repeat the process of saying, "Make this default template so I've copied the file over all I need to do is I go to in you know, on my windows machine now go to file templates right select the default template, click the commands drop down and say, "Set this as the default uh, Now, even if you only had one machine, put it in Dropbox anyway okay uh, as we go through this. Ideally, you're going to discover that you can make a whole lot of customizations here, and you don't want to have to redo it if something happens. It just makes sense. This is Your default template should be like any other piece of data that you want to keep no matter what happens. Uh, so, you know, I would say put it in a Dropbox or, you know, back it up, uh, whatever your ideal backup method is. Uh, but for me, having it on Dropbox and having it distributed um, to a bunch of different machines and, Including on a couple of USB thumb drives, uh, pretty much does the trick. Okay, so that's the process of creating a default template in LibreOffice. And what I'm going to do next is I'm going to start uh, opening up the idea of styles. And the thing that we want to understand here is that styles live within templates. So it would. Be useless for me to explain styles to you unless you already knew how to create a default template to save them in. So that's why we do it here. So we may jump back and forth between templates and styles a little bit. Uh, that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So uh, this is Ahuka signing off uh, on the second of our series on LibreOffice and just remind everyone to support free software. Thank you. At binref.com. All binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.